Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks, breaking down the latest in reality TV and pop culture. Hope you had a fantastic 4th of July weekend. I am not over-exaggerating, and I tend to do that a lot. This was one of the best holiday weekends I've had in a while, in a while. Wow, I feel refreshed. I feel ready to take on the universe. I don't feel depressed, you know, but also it's because I've seen the sun two days in a row, two days in a row. You can tell that I really had a great holiday weekend because it looks like I haven't brushed my hair since Sunday and probably because I haven't, you know, they've been up in all kinds of clips, but yeah, took the day off on Monday, had the 4th of July off on Tuesday. But can I say we need to start a change.org petition. Why are the fireworks on the 4th? They should be on the third. Nothing is more annoying or have the day off after. Because let me tell you, as I wake up at five o'clock every single weekday morning, I'm not staying up until 945 to watch the fireworks. What is this club? Fourth of July. Can't we have them at eight? No, because it's too light outside. So why not have them on the third so that people can stay up and then they have the fourth of July off? I don't know. Just things that I mull over in my brain from time to time. What do you know? It's a minute and 45 second word vomit tangent at the top of the show to lead us into this week's pop three. These are the biggest headlines in reality TV. This broke last week right as I started to record the podcast, so I haven't been able to talk about it. A Vanderpump Rules spinoff in the works at Bravo. So Deadline reported last week that they're doing a spinoff featuring the likes of Jax Taylor, Brit- Brittany Cartwright. Sorry, that was a horrible, horrible Southern accent. It's because I've been watching too much Love Island UK, which we'll get to later, but let me try again. Brittany, Brittany Cartwright. That was a little bit better. And Kristen Doty. Still horrible, but anyways. According to Deadline, this is like the synopsis. The series will follow a group of tight-knit friends who are trading in their glamorous West Hollywood lives and swapping bottle service for baby bottles as they adapt to the next chapter of their fun-loving lifestyle in the Valley. Vanderpump Valley, anyone? Remember, we've been down this wormhole once or twice before. Do you remember the Vanderpump Valley slip-up? on Watch What Happens Live, did a whole deep dive about it last year. I mean, this thought has been going around for years, for years. And I remember when Lala was on Watch What Happens Live and Andy, it sounded like you said Vanderpump Valley. And everyone was like, what? What's happening? Pre-Scandaval. You know, we base our life 
pre-Scanavault, post-Scanavault. So this was pre-Scanavault. And I was like, they're doing it. They're doing it. It's just a matter of time. What is Bravo about? Bravo's about the money. And people, you know, some people don't want to see them back, but some people do want to see Stassi. She has a very intense fan base. Want to see Stassi. Want to see Lala, Sheena, Jax, all with their babies. You know, because this was actually also before... Um, like I said, before Scandal, but Vanderpump Rules was going downhill fast. It was like, I mean, full steam ahead, dumpster fire, season eight and season nine of Vanderpump Rules was horrible. We all thought it was going to get canceled soon until Scandal blew life into the franchise. So, like I said, this has been a thought for years, but when was the right time to pull the trigger? Now, Scandal capitalize, you know? Uh, my thought is, you know, while I am intrigued, I would be more intrigued if they were coming back to Vanderpump Rules. You know, like, are we going to be talking about Scandal on both shows? Who's going to be on what show? There seems to be like a little bit of crossover. I mean, people originally thought that this was, like I said, a launching pad to reboot Vanderpump Rules pre-Scandal. So it's like all of the people that no longer work at Sir would do this Vanderpump Valley show and then Vanderpump Rules would be rebooted with like a Tom Tom cast or maybe a Schwartz and Sandy's cla uh, class uh, cast. You know what I mean? But like I said, this has been in the works for a while. Stassi even wrote about it in her book. I just don't know. I'm not, no offense, I'm not interested in Kristen Doty's day-to-day. I'm not. I'm interested in Kristen Doty um, confronting Tom Sandoval. Sandoval, I can't speak today. I don't know what's going on. Tom Sandoval about being right about Miami girl 10 years later. You know, those are the things that I'm interested about when it comes to people like Kristen, people like Jax. I'm interested in like Jax rubbing Sandoval's nose in it. Like I've been right about you all along, buddy old pal. I don't know. I don't know. It's supposed to be like an eight episode series. We'll see if it actually ever even comes to light. Sometimes these things don't even see the light of day. But sources also say that Bravo is looking to add to the cast of Vanderpump Rules. Uh, they have started outbound conversations, said an insider who confirmed the cameras already rolling on season 11. We've seen lots of BTS. Uh, the sources say that Lala and Katie want to have a say in who joins them on the series and the reports indicate the pair are looking to their external friend groups to see who might be a good fit for the show. Um, my initial thought is, you know, all these people that were doing podcasts that we had never heard of Jamie all over. I mean, the tea was piping hot on Jamie Oliver's podcast, but you know, she's friends with Sheena. She was friends with Raquel. She was there that night at the Mondrian. So I'm thinking people like that who are already in their circle, but we just don't have them like mic'd up and ready to go. Um, but like I said, yeah, filming is underway. We've already seen it all on social media. You know, pump is closing. I'm like not one of the people that are going crazy for like the BTS of filming. Like, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't care. I'll care when it's on my TV screen, but like, I don't need to see a video. And this is just the only, you know, I love Ariana. This is just the only example that's coming to my head. Like, I don't need to see a video of Ariana dancing at Tom Tom and people cheering her on. I'll see it on the show. I don't care. I don't care. Let them film, let them live their lives. Cause you know it is our time. These are the best days of our lives. 
We lost it a little bit at the end, but let's move on to headline number two, Summer House casting rumors. So, you know, July 4th weekend officially kicks off Summer House season. They might have been filming a little bit before, but you know, you could bet your bottom dollar that on America's birthday, Kyle Cook is going to be running around with an American flag probably painted on his butt. And that's how you know that Summer House is back. So some weird social media activity has us speculating who is going to be in the house, who is not. Um, Amanda Batula posted from the house some boots on the ground at the 4th of July party, saw Paige and Sierra there. Um, Kyle, Carl, and Lindsay, although they didn't post anything Summer House related to their socials this weekend, I think it's um, pretty safe to say that all of them will be back. Um, but we did also see some people actively posting in the city. Maya being one of them, who also posted a photo with Chris, seemingly confirming that they aren't at least going to be full time this season. They might be friends of we don't know, um, which not surprising, right? Like we didn't come out of the season of Summer House and think Maya and Chris have to be back. Like we kind of saw the writing on the wall with this one. But the one that is throwing ever the one little appearance that is throwing everybody off is fan favorite Samantha Fair, who doesn't appear to be in the house full time. Now, it is the first couple weeks of filming, you know, and they do like to stagger the entrances. So who knows? Um, but if there's one thing that you should know about Summer House and the decisions they make when it comes to casting, casting hates couples in this Summer House. And I think Sam, unfortunately, is facing the same fate as our beloved Andrea Denver, being as as soon as these fan favorites get into, you know, somewhat serious relationships, you know, according to whoever is making these decisions, they're no longer needed as full time housemates, which is sad because I don't think that somebody's entertainment value is determined by whether or not they're dating someone. But it is pretty obvious that around the summer house bubble, they don't like a lot of couples, you know, Kyle and Amanda, they're like the mom and dad of summer house. So obviously they're going to stay Lindsay and Carl, you know, they've been on since season one, they're getting married. They're going to say you have Paige who is in a relationship, but Craig kind of pops in every so often. So everybody else, they need that single relationship drama. I mean, historically, the show has been about relationship drama. Lauren and Carl, Kyle and Amanda, Carl and Lindsay 1.0, you know, Carl and Paige, Carl and Danielle, Carl and whoever walked through the door season one through maybe season five. I mean, Luke and Hannah, you guys get it. Um, so these seemingly stable, loving relationships isn't like the vibe of the show, you know, and you see that with Andrea when he started dating Lexi. And now we're kind of seeing it with Sam now that she's in a relationship with Corey. Um, you know, not saying that I agree with that because Andrea was the best thing to ever happen to the show. And I miss his face, but I fear that Sam, you know, faces the same fate. And, you know, it's like, what can you do? What can you do? And I, it's not confirmed. Obviously, this is all speculation, but you know, her comment section has been flooded with people saying, I can't believe you're not coming back. I can't believe she's not like overtly responding to them, but she did post an Instagram story saying, like, I feel so loved. Thank you. You know, to me, ring the alarms. You know, Sam is not coming back, at least in a full time, um, a full-time aspect. So who else is there? 
Gabby, Danielle, Sierra, which like I said, all single. And then I heard two new guys. So, you know, people didn't like this season of Summer House. And I think, like I said, historically, they don't necessarily want the main conflict to be between friend groups. They want the conflict to be between potential hookups because at the end of the day, the show is about a group of friends and nobody liked what happened last season. So that's just my kind of take on it all. We'll have to see how it plays out. And for the third and final headline in this week's pop three, before we get to the deep dive, Kim Zolziak is being sued for credit card debt. According to documents, Target, mm-hmm, Mm-hmm. Target National Bank is suing Kim Zolziak for $2,482.24 over a credit card provided by the retailer. I'm just letting it sink in for a second. The account was opened in 2007 with the most recent payment being $500 back in September of last year. Kim has since defaulted on payments to her Target card. Kim, Kim, what are you buying at Target? For $2,482 that you can't pay back. I mean, who has the time for this? Kim, do you know what's going on in Beverly Hills? We don't have time to be talking about your Target card debt. I mean, and now Target has demanded the account be paid in full, which will grow in interest, obviously, until the date of payment. This comes in the wake of several other lawsuits against Kim and her estranged husband, Croy Bierman, many of which trace back to her alleged gambling addiction. We don't have time, Kim. We don't have time to be talking about your car- Target card. Join the Circle program. Get your loyalty points. Pay that sucker off. So we have time to talk about Kyle and Mauricio. The deep dive that shook us to the core. And let me tell you, we're going to get into it today. The separation rumors, the Morgan weight of it all. And you know, normally I'll have a little audio to play back. I didn't because I was lazy this week. It was the 4th of July. I didn't want to be on my phone, okay? But overwhelming consensus. I really didn't even need to ask. Y'all wanted a deep dive on Kyle, Mauricio, and Morgan Wade. You know, there are times in this field of work where you just dread talking about something. You dread it. You dread it. I was 60% there last week with the mini deep dive. Now I'm 100% there. I'm dreading doing this deep dive before the people by the people. It's my American duty to you to do the deep dive. And you know, the Morgan Wade stuff was out at that time last week. And I just said, you know, let's take a minute before We all jump to this conclusion and let's just look at Kyle and Mauricio because, of course, you can speculate on a lot of things. But what we kept it to last week was Kyle and Mauricio's own personal behavior. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs on their Instagram. And it was strange and it was obviously worth looking into because look at it now. And if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, I encourage you to go do that. Go back and listen. It's the very first story that we talk about. And then come listen to this deep dive because I don't want to rehash everything that we talked about last week. But we talked about the warning signs, um, specifically between Kyle and Mauricio. We talked about um, the difference in their social media posts, the fact that they were at a wedding and they took separate pictures with their daughter, you know, just random red flags that all led up to this moment, a People Magazine article coming out and saying they're separated, then a, a statement, a black and white statement of doom, as we have 
come to know them as from both Kyle and Mauricio. Um, but let's go ahead and talk about what happened on Monday. So July 3rd, we get the People Magazine article. Kyle Richards and Mauricio Umansky have separated after 27 years of marriage. And also July 3rd. What witch out there put a hex on Bravo News that this always has to drop on the 3rd of every month? We had Scandival, March 3rd. We have whatever this is, July 3rd. I can't even remember, but there is an Erica Jane reference when they announced their divorce. I can't remember if it was... It was something third. It was the day before the election, or maybe that's the point I'm getting at. You know, it's the 4th of July. It's the day before the election. They think people aren't going to be like looking. We're looking. We're always on our phones, especially on holidays. When we have nothing better to do. So anyways, a source told people, the couple who got married in 1996, I was three. I was three years old. Mauricio and Kyle are almost as long-standing as me as a human being anyways okay i'm clearly shook up about it this people article said that they have been separated for a while now but are still living under the same roof they remain amicable as they figure out what's next for them and their family you know and then like i said came the black background white text combo of doom from kyla mauricio that says in regards to the news that came out about us today any claims regarding divorcing are untrue. However, yes, we have had a rough year, the most challenging one of our marriage, but we both love and respect each other tremendously. There has been no wrongdoing on anyone's part. Although we are in the public eye, we ask to be able to work through our issues privately. While it may be entertaining to speculate, please do not create, create false stories to fit a further salacious narrative. This bad boy is very carefully worded. We are going to dissect it. The image that just came into my head, and I need you to have this mental image, is what was that game that we used to play when we were a little? It was like the the doctor game where you had the tweezers and you had to like really get in there. And if not, it would shock you. What was that? What was that? Oh, my God. Somebody DM me because it's going to drive me crazy. I'll Google it once I'm off here. But I'm working. I can't be Googling what games I played as a child. Anyways, okay. Let's dissect it, just like that game. So Kyle's statement never mentions anything about being separated, which was the true nature of the People Magazine article, right? Even when I read the People article, I was like, okay, separated. There's hope. You know, <laughs> like that was me. Everybody else was like, oh, and I was like, oh, they're not filing for divorce. You know, they haven't filed for divorce yet. They're just separated. There's hope for Kyle and Mauricio, you know, and then she goes on to say, Yes, this year our marriage has been difficult, which she doesn't come out and say, no, we're not separated. She doesn't come out and say, you know, yes, we're still living under the same roof, but in two separate beds. She doesn't say any of that, which like she wouldn't. But also, um, you get what I'm saying. Like divorce and separation are two different things. But when she says, yes, our marriage has been difficult this year, it explains the cryptic things that we've been seeing online. The coldness, particularly coming from Kyle. I mean, all you have to do is the best example that I've been able to give is their birthday posts. And Kyle, only good vibes from Kyle Richards, peace and blessings. It, it could have said peace and blessings. And then Mauricio writes this like whole paragraph, the love of my life, my baby angel. 
if you jump, I jump. He didn't say that. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. But like, that's the kind of stuff that he said, right? Just very different vibes. <laughs> and they're not good vibes. And then, you know, last week we talked about Marisa on Marisa, Mauricio on two T's in a pod where he says, you know, something comes up on the season. We address it. We're not getting divorced. I believe what that is. Um, and he didn't give specifics, but I've kind of heard that uh, it's about Kyle not wearing her wedding ring, which we get into this with all this Morgan Wade stuff, which we're going to get into now. You know, she says there was no wrongdoing on anyone's part. She's talking about Morgan Wade without saying Morgan Wade rumors. So if you live under a rock, literally, Morgan Wade is country singer who has garnered a friendship with Kyle and other housewives, particularly Teddy Mellencamp. Um, But Morgan and Kyle, they work out together. They're both sober. They've been spending a lot of time together. They seem very close and people are assuming that they are in a romantic relationship. Kyle is commenting on a lot of Morgan's videos. Uh, Do they have matching rings? Some people say so. Did Morgan tattoo a K on herself? Like there's all these conspiracies. It's either a conspiracy theory or it's cold, hard proof. (laughs) Depends who you ask. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know. I'm not going to lie to you. Do I think it's a little strange? Sure. Sure. But I don't know that it's a full-blown love affair. But, and this is like the part that I have been stuck on, and this is what I was stuck on last week. It just doesn't seem very Kyle-like. You know, it doesn't seem like the Kyle we know. And I know that we don't know her, you know, but she's always been very dedicated to her marriage, always very territorial over her marriage and her family to then one day leave her marriage for a woman. I find it to be just far fetched. Is Kyle that adventurous? I don't know. Is she going through some things, you know, where she's. I don't want to, I don't know how old she is. So I don't want to say like she's getting older, but like, look, let's just call a spade a spade. We called Tom Sandoval's situation a midlife crisis. If you have somebody who is not drinking anymore, working out hardcore, losing a bunch of weight, um, and then there's rumors of an affair, you're going to call it a midlife crisis. Now, I'm not saying that that's what's happening with Kyle Richards, because like I said, we don't, I don't know the nature of her relationship with Morgan, but it just, from what we've seen from Kyle in the past 15 years, it doesn't seem like her personality to do that. So I don't know what, is it more of like an emotional connection that she has to Morgan? Maybe. He will never emotionally fulfill you ever know that. And of course, Allison entered the chat saying, I I saw it. I saw it. But I mean, really, like, let's just pretend like it is true for a second. How crazy is that? How wild would it be if all of this is true? They end up getting divorced in this medium from 12 years ago called this. When the kids get bigger, you'll have nothing in common. The kids are bigger and they maybe are separated. I don't know. I don't know. It's just crazy. Crazy town, population me, but I know y'all are in it with me. So I don't know. Um, She also says, Kyle, in her post, she says, please do not create false stories to fit a further salacious narrative. I think 
you know, talking about all of this. So I saw this on No Filter with Zach on um, TikTok, but he credited someone on YouTube. So I don't know the original source. I'm sorry. But there's another theory out there that maybe Morgan is Kyle's sponsor, an accountability coach. Because, you know, Teddy Mellencamp can't be Kyle's accountability coach. I don't know. You just you just really don't know. There's been a lot of lifestyle changes with Kyle Richards lately. Like I said, we don't have time to get into all of them. But here's the other thing. It has been wildly speculated that Mauricio has done his fair share of cheating in the past. There's always rumors about Mauricio. I mean, there are rumors about Mauricio and Doree. Am I the only one on planet Earth who thinks that he's not a cheater? Probably. I mean, I'm so naive, truly. I am. And this is par part of the problem why I have an issue believing that this Kyle Richards story is, is true. Because if Kyle Richards and Mauricio Umansky get on the TV and say to me, Morgan, we're in love. I'm like, okay, yeah, they are. See? See? They put out this statement, even though there's loads of evidence that something's going on with this Morgan Wade person. I'm like, no, no, never. Kyle would never leave her husband. You know, I'm just, it's who I am. Um, I think the only other plot twist here is that Morgan Wade's ex made some TikToks that are sus, to say the least. Um, you know, she said that she was jealous of the Real Housewives um, and their relationship with Morgan. She doesn't specifically say Kyle, um, but she also, her name is Katie Cannon. Um, she also did this TikTok where she says, she's crying, she's very upset. She says, my ex played a show and I knew this person was going to be there. I knew this person was going to be there. And I don't know why I had to look but I looked and this person was there and it made me so upset. That was posted on March 24th, March 23rd. Morgan played in LA. Kyle and Teddy were there together. So clearly Katie has an issue with the, the housewives is what she kept referring to. I don't know if it's just a jealousy thing or if she knew something that we all don't know. I don't know. If anything, I think this may give Kyle some vindication about those Ozempic rumors. You know, she's lost a lot of weight and most people assumed that it was from Ozempic. And I feel like Kyle was one of the first people to come under that. You, you know, now it's like par for the course. If they're on The Real Housewives, they're on Ozempic or one of them. Um, but, you know, she's very adamant. She's like, no, I'm just not drinking and I'm working out. Okay, well, she's not drinking. She's working out. She could potentially be separating from her husband of 27 years, you know. Causes some stress in a person's life. Do we have to go through the stages of grief again? I just got over it. I just got on the other side of the stages of grief with Scandival. And now, and now this? Is Bravo trying to kill us? Kill us? I'm not going to make it to my wedding day if this doesn't ease up a little bit. Okay. And it's true. I was going through the stages. I was going through the stages. I was in denial. I was upset. I was angry. I felt it all. I felt it all. But then I woke up July 4th, let freedom ring. The black and white post from Kyle and Mauricio gave me a little bit of hope that there is hope in America. The true love isn't dead. I have a feeling, folks, it's not the end of the story. And of course, of course, as it develops, we will talk about it. All right, final thoughts. Let's move on to 
Love Island UK. This is for all you BBs out there who are watching Love Island UK. Love Island, baby. I love it. I got this question a lot. Where can you watch this show, Morgan? You can watch it on Hulu. Not sponsored. It's a couple days behind because obviously it's like going on in the UK right now. But if you watch Love Island USA and UK, I mean, USA does not hold a candle to Love Island UK. I don't know why it's so much better. I think it's the accents. But wow, this season is really good. I have to say, if you've never watched Love Island before, that's a brace yourself for it to take you over. Like emotionally, spiritually, physically, you will not be the same person for two months of your life because your personality will become Love Island. So um, many spoiler alerts. If you're not caught up, you might want to come back to this a little bit later, but we got the most savage dumping with Molly and you guys, I'm almost to Casa, Casa more. Wow. Wow. She's from Northeast Ohio. She is as white as can possibly be. Casa more, Casa more. And I know that Molly's coming back. I know she's coming back, but what is going to happen? Zachariah has been out here testing the waters, although everything is pretty much blown up in his face with Katie and Whitney. So will they get back together? I don't know. The season of Love Island UK I think is good, but it's also really annoying to me that everyone has a problem with getting to know people. And they go, they're like, extra about it. It happened with Ty and Ella. It's happening right now where I'm at with Katie and Zachariah. And I said this to my fiance while we were watching on Saturday morning. I'm like, they're all a little bit narcissistic, right? Where they just have never been denied before in their life because they're they're the most attractive person in their friend group, right? So they automatically think that everybody should just be in love with them because they're so hot in the first like five seconds. And five seconds later, Katie said it. She was like, if he wants to get to know Whitney and my mug, I'm not second best. And it's like Zachariah and Whitney had one conversation and Katie's crying at my mug. It's like, no, they just want to talk. They just want to talk. Just let the show play out. Wouldn't you rather have someone test the waters and then come back to you and be like, you are the love of my life. I'm not mugging you off, mate. I don't even know if I have a favorite because there's no Davide and Ekansu. Oh my gosh, wait. Don't get me started about the breakup of Davide and Ekansu. You talk about the stages of grief. I'm in denial with that one right now. I would say Jess is probably my favorite girl, and I don't think I have a favorite guy, but I'm ready for Casa Amor to shake things up. La Violent, baby. Let me know in the DMs what you think of it. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of MPT. If you love me like a sis, because I know you do, leave the pod a review, a little five stars, a little love you like a sis. If you want more fun and exclusive content for my true sister, subscribe to the Patreon. Extra pop on Mondays, pop a batch on Fridays. Link is in the show notes. Have a great rest of your week. And as always, love you like a sis. A Huda Media Production.